Hello, and welcome to PlayStation Unchained, which is a podcast about PlayStation that is unchained. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I know. I don't want to shock you or anything there. I am your host, uh, Neil Bolt, who is the man who does the news and the reviews on PlayStation Universe. And I am joined, firstly, by our resident streamer and podcaster extraordinaire that is Ben Schillerbeer, otherwise known as Chili. Yeah, I don't or- shut up. I'm on everything. <laughs> and everywhere. <laughs> we are. <laughs> this is a fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, straight out the, back of the gate, we are getting facts. Um, also joined by senior editor and the man always ready to hashtag. It is Timothy. I have nothing new this week for you. So I go uh-huh. on for a bit and forget I don't know your name at noon. Tim Nunes. Hey, so thanks, though, that you found something new. Also, what's your, hashtag. What's your middle name, Tim? Yeah, what's your middle name? Is it Steve? I think it is. Is it like Candace or something? <laughs> Candace. <laughs> is, is it hashtag? Is it Tim's hashtag news? You obviously have no idea what it is. It's hashtag, what? isn't it? It's hashtag news, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah. hang on a second. I'm going to go legally change that so I can say yes. <laughs> well, what is it? We want to know. We? You're the only person who's asked. Um, Ben wanted to know, too. I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Okay, you go first. Uh, Thomas William. Oh, my God. Your name is the best. He sounds like he's rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with all those names. <laughs> Benjamin Thomas William Shillow. Willie Shilly. You're Willie Shilly. Yeah. Oh my god. That is your new name. Go change your Twitter handle right now. <laughs> Willie Shilly. <laughs> oh my god. Willie Shilly Chilly. Uh, that's even better. <laughs> uh, anyway. tell you, after that, I'm not answering. You have <laughs> you to. Can't it, can you? Well, well because he made the deal. You said- he showed me his and he basically like rolled it out down the street. And I'm here just like, yeah, my middle name's Eric. That's a cool name, though. Is it really? Yeah. Erica? <laughs> hey, that's one of my favorite Pokemon team leaders, though. So. All I know is that my initials spell out a perfect 10, asshole. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The weird world of... <laughs> perfect 10? <laughs> We're going well with our attempt to do a nice, serious, breezy intro. Uh, <laughs> so let's move on. Um... To uh, the other people that are on this podcast that you've heard already, um, he is a staff writer and a Dragon Age fan and doesn't like games. He is Gary Bagdasarov. How you doing, Gary? Oh, what's up, man? I'm just dandy. You're dandy? Oh, man. Are you on some sort of, like, medication? Yeah. (laughs) Why? Why would you? Why? Why would you ask that? Because you're very to the point today. No, yeah. oh no! I'm. I, I wish I was on medication. That'd be nice. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Who doesn't? As they say, I, I am eagerly waiting to drink my two beers later, for just before the rumble. Um, mm. and finally, but not like we don't think he's important, but it's just that's the way my list went. Um, he is the PSU super fan and Mister Point Giver himself. It's Alfonso Bobby. <laughs> Yes. AKA 
the dead slash resurrected boyfriend. Yes, the the man who cannot be killed. <laughs> How is everyone? <laughs> we are quite fine. It seems Gary especially. Uh, that definitely seems that way. Yeah, I guess Alfonso. What's your middle name? My middle name is Gilbert. That is awesome. That's amazing. I can't hear that without thinking Gilbert. Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I'm not the one doing it this time <laughs> Medication is going to happen around. later on Wait, That's not insult that's, that's calling you The rubbish version of Goldberg You included Sorry, rubbish no. As a compliment <laughs> yeah. um, He was a title holder Yeah I mean yeah he did hold the title so. <laughs> I gotta ask what was that title um, cruiserweight, wasn't it? Did he win the oh. cruiserweight? Or was he hardcore champion? I can't remember which. I think he was both. As long as it wasn't like someone else called Gilbert, but I don't know who. I can't remember. Are you thinking of the film What's Eating Gilbert Grape? No, I was thinking some guy in the suit, but I can't remember what that's from. Oh, Gilbert Godfrey? That's it, yeah. The one with the voice. Yeah. That is very. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yago from Aladdin. There you go. That's yeah, uh, that's what he's. Oh my god! I want to watch Aladdin now. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't let us stop you. I'm sure you can watch Netflix, and it's on there somewhere on the toilet. No, no I gotta wait. Seven, <laughs> I gotta wait seven years for it to come out again. <laughs> but Tim, I mean Neil, that's not that movie's not long enough for Gary's toilet break. <laughs> we need to set aside two movies. Well, a marathon. <laughs> you know, you could get a double feature. Oh, the extended you mean, versions. You mean Aladdin <laughs> two and three? Yeah. Why would you do that to yourself? To be fair, <laughs> I have a feeling you guys are making fun of me. No. <laughs> That's no. fine. Welcome to the club. We're okay. Just, we're just, we're getting, we're don't don't put your issues on me. Okay. What? Yeah, we'll just put the tissues. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I feel so alone. <sighs> Anyway, we're we're here to do some talkings, um, not this kind of talking. So that will happen too, because uh, you know, um, a bit childish. Yes, which is fine because we can do both. We've shown that in the past. We can talk serious and we can talk in shit. A podcast, and so, we can do both. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Tim has to do that for every bit of conversation going forward. <laughs> Okay. Even if we're talking about like race relations and stuff, you have to do it in a Mickey Mouse voice. I can do that. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to talk about race relations because that's not the subject here. But uh, yeah, but well, wait, we're not fun. covering David Cage. No, not this week. Anyway. <laughs> okay, good. I'm yeah. sorry to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, the, the slightly rebooted version of Unchained that we're doing now. You may have noticed I didn't mention an episode number this week. Um, is that um, we're going to pick a particular subject and talk about that mainly, and then after that, the, the floor is open to talk about whatever shit we want to, um, which apparently has happened at the beginning of the podcast too. So we're yeah, sandwiching. We're it's a shit sandwich with a nice filling. That, that's the Ooh. way we're advertising it. <laughs> so when when somebody is done tapping, Ben, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, wait, that wasn't me. <laughs> that wasn't what? me. 
He's so used to it, he doesn't know if he's doing it or not. <laughs> he just looks at his hand, oh my god, I am. <laughs> I wasn't even next to the credit station. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got Final Fantasy on. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember logging in. Did I ever log out? Uh, uh, anyway, um, this week's subject is the Bioware's Last Chance Saloon, which is uh, obviously... Bioware have had a bit of trouble in the last year or so. Some of it their fault, some of it probably not. Um, of course, last year they had the problem with Mass Effect Andromeda and the way that came out wasn't really on them, I suppose, in a lot of ways. But it definitely damaged the chances of that franchise coming back. Um, it's revealed this week that, the, that, that they're on course to make a new Dragon Age, which Gary will be very happy about, as we know. But of course, Dragon Age is their only good franchise, so now. Yeah, so don't just leave it to Gary. Oh, no, no. It's like, okay, Tim, you can have that too. We'll, we'll get there. <gasps> yes. No, just need new story writers. That's all they need to do. Hashtag Iron Ball. <laughs> all I ever hear about that game is the Iron Ball. Well, that's the, only Dude, best, that's the only good thing about the game. I gotta tell you. Uh, ben, I swear to God. Iron Ball. <laughs> Dude, playing with uh, playing alongside Iron Bull made me question things about myself in a great way. Um, it's an awakening. Yeah, hashtag Freddie Prince. <laughs> Who does the voice of Iron Bull? Oh my god! Oh my god! And just slays it. So good. Dude, I just think back at the roles he's played <laughs> in his career. Just like wow, that, that's that's some departure. Uh, and to him. think he used to be a writer for Vince McMahon too. Yeah. And he was also Fred in Scooby Doo. So. Well, weirder things have happened. The the voice for Tigger from Wiz, well, Winnie the Pooh, I'm still Wizard of Oz, from Winnie the Pooh, he played the devil in in uh, Slaughterhouse. Mm. And it was amazing. I thought you were going to say my favorite cartoon ever made God, Devil, and Bob. Well, I'll tell you something that's really dark and fucked up. The voice of Sonic the Hedgehog narrates Say Yes to the Dress, the show, a reality show about people picking out wedding dresses. To be fair, oh, though, no. I can imagine that, really, that sounds... Sonic says you should buy this one. But no, it, it isn't that. Anyway, back on subject, oh. uh, as we are. Um, wedding dresses. <laughs> wedding dresses and Roger <laughs> K. Craig Smith. Um, yes, he's also been Batman as well. I just realised that. He's done everything. He's one of them. Like Nolan North and Troy Baker. He's, he's voicing the world. Anyway, so... By the way, yeah, as they say, they have Dragon Age on the pot eventually, but main focus at the minute is on Anthem, which unfortunately is looking more and more like it's going to be the, could be the final roll of the dice where Bioware, as it stands, is concerned because between what has happened with Andromeda and like the games themselves getting a bit lower in quality anyway, um, and then EA's own troubles with uh, microtransactions and the like with Star Wars Battlefront 2. It's made a very hostile environment for them and the pressure is very much on them to do very well with Anthem. But everything about Anthem now as a result stops it from being about creating a game and more about creating money. It, it now solely exists for that reason and that's all it, the, the dialogue around it is going to be. Um, the question, of course, is 
how has it got to this stage? You know, we it's you could point the finger at EA and say, look, it's evil EA. They've done it all wrong again. But at the same time, you know, they're there to make money, and they'll be ruthless if they don't think things are making money. And single player games, EA have been very upfront about that and said, no, we we don't see any future in it, no money in it. And we've seen this with the visceral being killed off, um, even and. So, you know, the ditching of that series, the, the more online stuff added into Mass Effect Andromeda, which I know, yes, some people like it, but it's still not really the key to it. And Anthem, of course, is the opposite of that from Bioware. It is very much an online-focused Destiny-esque game, which, you know, again, another part of the problem is um, you, you look at what's happened with Destiny and Destiny 2 with history repeating itself and the backlash that has come against Destiny 2 it's already kind of helped doom Anthem from the start because if they're going for the same systems, are they going to try and give as much as they can at the beginning? You don't think so. Not, not with the way things get scheduled at EA. Gary, this, yes. this, I, this must worry you, especially because you, you adore Dragon Age. Yes, Tim, I know, I know, but uh, it's to know that you know, even though they are working on Dragon Age, they've had to pull people off that now to, to pretty much become a single game studio uh, they are concentrating on anthem because they want that to be great and make all the money and if it doesn't well it's not like yeah you haven't turned around and said about a project you know what no we're not going to do that now that's shelled that's a, obviously that's happened with the uh, single player star wars game and things like that so you'd imagine the dragon age is going to be very much single player focused so it would be for um, the kill. You know, it's really sad to me that an entire studio's existence rests on one game at this point. Yeah, and um, it's a very quick turnaround in that regard because it's only it's probably since Mass Effect Three's ending thing, and you know how they had to relent on do the DLC for the story that they've sort of damaged the name in a way and it's just sort of gone downhill from there not greatly at first but obviously andromeda has sort of pushed that really far well you know the the thing with mass effect 3's ending is people would not have bitched and moaned so much about it in my opinion if it was in a time period where dlc wasn't a thing mm, definitely and they bitched and moaned because they want a new ending so they gave them a new ending and then that pissed them off even more. Um, it's it's just really sad to me, like I said before, that a studio with the legacy that Bioware has is on the brink of shutdown. Because, in my opinion, I'm not even going to blame EA. I blame the consumer because of consumers. Because they, in my opinion pushed EA to be what they are now yeah. by, oh, we're going to give them a little bit of microtransactions. So they bought a whole bunch of it. So they made more of it. And then they turned around and attacked them for having it. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's nothing new with, with EA having them because the sports games have had an ultimate team for many years now, nearly exactly. a decade. And it's like it was just accepted. 
wholesale. And I think it just went under the radar very much for a lot of people. They didn't really, because they weren't into sports games. They didn't really see it. But slowly, you know, EA were like, well, this makes money. You know, this is a way to exactly. sustain games beyond well, the normal well, realm. What did people think was going to happen once EA saw how much money they're? They're making more money off a two ninety nine pack than they were on their sixty dollar game. Hmm. You know, so to me, I blame us, the people who bought that stuff. Um, to a degree, the the only thing I would say is that they don't seem to know how to downsize properly, and I think considering they have. An approach that does seem to now be focusing on indie games. They have Faye coming up. They started with Unravel, of course, and uh, A Way Out, uh, Joseph Farah's game. You know, they know that there exists an area where they can do smaller games and promote them as such. So, I, I said the same to you before that should Bioware not do well with Anthem, shutting them down just seems stupid downsizing them and letting them do smaller more ambitious projects might help you know just let them do something rather than make every studio that doesn't do it well enough go and work on another franchise because it just doesn't help them they don't end up the, the main people leave and then all you have left is just the, the, the well general. that's the problem the main people have already left yeah why? i this mean is what, why, this is why andromeda ended up the way it was they lost lead animator they lost the director they lost the lead programmer you lost all your leads why we don't know is it because ea wanted something that they didn't want to do for the game we don't know any of this stuff um maybe we'll find out in five to ten years when their nda or whatever is gone but (laughs) (laughs) Um, i think it's as well the the landscape of games changes so quickly it's like what you think is going to be viable and doable in one year, you know, a time by the time you finished making your game, you know, it could be completely irrelevant, you know, for money making purposes anyway. I mean, there's stuff that works, whatever, you'll sell a certain amount of copies because people like a franchise or like a certain type of game. But if your publisher is saying, we want this game to be like a top seller, one that has a long tail to it, that's not going to happen if the landscape shifts in the meantime and somehow the blame ends up on the team rather than you know, on the fact that things change in games. And Yeah. I mean, you see a lot of games where stuff gets added at the last minute in a panic because, oh, God, this stuff is working right now. Deus Ex Mankind Divided is a very good example of that where they added the shitty, weird microtransaction-laden thing onto it at the end of production just because that was a thing that was going on at the time. Like, oh, we need something to give Mankind Divided a long tail, so let's add this in. But, of course, it was pointless because no one really cared for it, and, <laughs> yeah, it, it was irrelevant to the rest of the game. Yeah. So it, it, it's sad that that does happen, but it, you can see it's trying to find that balance, I think, and the big publishers don't always see it because they don't really understand games in general they are there to sort of figure out what is the best way to make money which you yeah, know fair enough that's the job bioware has always been single player heavy games and for them to work with a company that owns them sorry who's very multiplayer heavy at this point um they just don't really fit in very well sure mm-hmm. mass effects multiplayer at least in three was good 
from what a lot of people say, but they then try to Number replicate that. Was the best multiplayer I've played in a very long time. There you go, and they try to replicate that same thing with Dragon Age. Where... That was the worst multiplayer game I've ever played. Yeah, in my life. <laughs> because Dragon Age is melee combat mostly, and this is a shooter combat. Um, and then you have Andromeda, where again they literally just copy pasted the multiplayer. Um, Bioware, weird, yeah, and what's it's... weird, two different reasons for that. You know, it's like when Mass Effect Three came out, it's because on PlayStation, at least, you know, they had to do the online pass stuff for, to prevent the whole. You know, pre-owned copy thing going on and by the time Andromeda came out it was because they like games as a service so that's why it was there and yet maybe that shows why there's a difference in quality that they didn't need to make one as essential as the other yeah but see with you know EA's idea of every game we make has to have a multiplayer that killed a lot of friends that killed Dead Space in my opinion yeah even they were forced to have Multiplayer, yeah. In the second game, it was probably better in the third game because it wasn't an actual multiplayer mode; it was co-op. That I'll take co-op over any multiplayer mode any day. Um, And now you know, not really. (laughs) Say not really. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But now you know the rumors that they're looking at shutting down the Old Republic MMO. why? I don't know. It's You'd think a Star Wars MMO would have a shit ton of people. Um, so what are they doing wrong? They went free to play with it. You can have a subscription if you want to. That gets you a bunch of stuff. But what are they doing that's making it fail? I, it's, it suffers from the problem that a lot of games do. They came after the one that makes all the money and, in their genre. And it's like they're chasing figures they'll never get still. The problem is, free-to-play MMOs, as much as I don't mind some of them, they are always the worst. They are. I agree with you, they are. But somehow they still succeed. Yeah, I think the difference there is (laughs) Final Fantasy XIV being success. Different mindset, because it's a Japanese MMO, and I think they they don't adhere to the same rules, really, especially where Final Fantasy is concerned. We know that Square don't apply the same rules to that series as anything else in their catalog so yeah you, you can see why that works where others don't whereas in western society and again much of the problem with what's going on with bioware now is because it's the western way of games industry now it's um you know it is very money orientated first and foremost and microsoft brought a lot of that over the last generation you know in making it do this big sort of Everything's Western. All the big games are Western. You know, RPGs became you know, like that more and more. And as you said, with the likes of Mass Effect, with the likes of uh, the Elder Scrolls getting popular, and it it's only now we're sort of getting this sort of resurgence of uh, Japanese titles of the same ilk. And when everything is going to shit in terms of adding all this stuff to games that should be single player over here, and now yeah, so no wonder we're getting that now. Japanese games. Oh, okay. it's great that you said because like Japanese games have single-handedly proven that people still want single-player games. Mm, yeah, I mean, Whereas everybody was like, "Oh, everybody's into multiplayer. Nobody needs single-player." And of course, you had those games like Titanfall, where people were pissed off it didn't have a single-player, and Battlefield, ba- Battlefront, 
as well. People were pissed. And thankfully, with their sequels, we got a single player in both of those games. Um, but, like, sorry, just to go back to Dragon Age really fast for me, I'm not as excited for this next one. Not because of EA and Bioware or anything like that. I'm mostly not excited about it as much because they're pretty much saying that they're rebooting Dragon Age with this game. Mm-hmm. And after the way Inquisition ended, which ended in an amazing cliffhanger ending, I think Tim, to a point, may agree with me on it. Um, I really want to know where what's going to happen after what happened in Inquisition. Buy the and book. Probably not going to get it. I'm not going to buy no book. <laughs> <laughs> buy the book. Yeah, just so I should finish Andromeda's story, too. I should buy the book. Yeah, there's a book that goes afterwards. So, yeah, buy the book. Yeah. No, I'm not going to buy the book. I want to play the goddamn game written by oh. the people who wrote the game, not by some random dude. <laughs> but what about that Pharmacy 10? Free novel that they made where Titus explodes for some reason. You just made my point right there, Ben. <laughs> Titus explodes. That's all you need to say. Um, just sort of segueing into that now that you've um, just been saying about Dragon Age Inquisition, and you mentioned Tim there and his opinion on it. If we segue into Tim now and uh, see it, see his feelings on the whole thing, Tim. I think it's horseshit that the company is putting Bioware up as collateral for the success of Anthem. Yeah, even if they're not directly saying that, they are pretty much... It's become that situation because of the things EA have done. Uh, out, even outside of um, Bioware. As we said, the, the Battlefront 2 stuff has been so controversial that it has basically affected Anthem before it's even come out. And because it, it was getting very much going to be a game that used a lot of those models by the look of it. Pure shit. And so this means basically, from a business standpoint, instead of having money delegated per game, they have one whole pot for all mm-hmm. games. And if one game botches, every game suffers. That's yeah. some bullshit. There's no insurance claim for teams working on other things. There's no company-wide insurance claim that making sure that money is always going to be there in some form or another. That's awful business model. And... I don't know what the hell EA is even thinking. From a business standpoint, and even from a just a general creation point, there, there's no sensibility behind what they're doing. And By the way, I don't know who's I, doing the clicking, but it's not me! <laughs> so. I don't know, it just kills me, because... You know, you got a team that's working on something and, you know, they obviously enjoy working on these games, you know, the uh, Dragon Age team. But then you have this other team that's trying to create something new, sure, but you have no idea if they give a shit about it. And the success of a game that's probably going to be lackadaisical at best is, you know, just holding another game hostage. And that sounds like the the gaming industry in 2017, 2018. Yeah. I mean, we, we only saw it this week with um, Epic Games shutting down Paragon because oh, Fortnite yeah. was making the money now. And and it's it, like, it, they'd even let it get out of beta phase. Like, to be Paragon fair. Paragon is still in beta. 
I wouldn't I wouldn't use that as a comparative because there Paragon is... took a turn for the worst on yeah. its own. Oh sure. I just mean in the sense of that you can see why companies cut their losses you know, with, with yes. a game or, they, or a company. To be fair, though, at least everyone got their money back with Paragon if you apply for it. Yeah, uh, I, I, think that... I think Epic might be able to afford it at the minute. So. Yeah, but I don't think they can afford it, but it's still something they didn't have to do. No, no, that's very true. But whenever you pay if you don't get out of beta phase, yeah, if you don't get out of beta phase, then yeah, you probably should be refunding as standard you should be but at the same time when you purchased it you're the one that sort of understood that things can go wrong with stuff like this oh yeah and you know it was independent i could understand that if they didn't but yeah when it when it's someone like epic games you it would look bad on them not to do that it would but at the same time i still think that i'm just happy that they did it yeah yeah um though bad i'm still waiting on my refund Really? I think, I don't know if mine went in. I, I saw my money went up, so I wasn't sure if that was something else or... Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Well, Ben, as you're talking, we can transition into you for a moment. Okay. And, and get what you, you want to say on this. Um... I look can't wait for Anthem. It looks like an amazing game. <laughs> do, you, do you think so, though? Are you not worried in the sense of that if it's very much like them wanting to do their own destiny, that it will suffer the same problems because they're going for the same idea? Of course, ideas. it's going to suffer the same problems. But I love Destiny, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in fact, when was the last time you played Destiny? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, and for how long? Three hours. Just one three hours, and that was it. Yeah. Uh, the it. problem is with the end game content. I'm look. I'm looking forward to next month to play Destiny. I know that sounds stupid because the um, Valentine's Day event's starting. That's the only problem with Destiny is the lack of end game. If Anthem can do that, then I would play it more. That's why I love Destiny One because it did have end game. Yeah, there's a reason to keep playing once you're max level, not just oh I'm max level. I'm done. Bye. Because yeah. in Destiny 1, the only way to actually get max level was doing the raid. While with Destiny 2, you can get the max level gear without ever touching a raid. So if, if they can balance it right, I can see it being just as fun as the original Destiny. I don't, I don't think they will. I don't That's think they will. I think this is going to be Bioware's last game. And I think whatever happens to Dragon Age, it'll be rebooted again. And it'll be a mix of two different staff that work on it. I think, like I said before, best case scenario if Anthem does bomb or just doesn't perform yeah. as well as they hope is that they downsize the studio and yeah. make a smaller, more personal version of Dragon Age reboot that they want to make, which could work because then yeah. you go back to what made Dragon Age you know, a success in the first place, you know, when they... Yeah, so, you know, Dragon Age started off very well and it deserved better, perhaps, than it got. I know Obviously, like Gary likes Inquisition very much, and others do. Like, but no, generally speaking, it wasn't as well received as was hoped. I think was the problem, considering you know the, the name behind it and. That. The problem with the name behind it is they kind of hurt their name with two. Yeah. And then they hurt it again with Mass Effect Three. Which is the mad thing about Mass Effect Three, ending or not, is that just everything before that ending is like oh, amazing. It's just a damn good yeah. game. 
I'm just saying though, it's the it's a, yeah, just rolls. Even though I loved again, I loved three. I, I didn't even mind the ending that much. I found it a bit stupid, but I didn't. It wasn't when I was at endings. I thought, oh my god, this is the worst. It was just kind of oh, okay. Thanks, I guess. But yeah. Thank you, thank you for all the fish. Thank you for all the fish, the space fish. Um, but yeah, I think it's just unlucky that they've had this sort of streak. And if, well, anything, if anything happens to Anthem, that's it. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, Alfonso, what's your take uh, on this? Um, I'm looking forward to Anthem, but very little, maybe like 20-30%, and the reason is because of EA. When it comes to EA being the publisher, I'm not looking forward to the games because the direction they're going going in this makes the games worse and the perfect example right now is battlefront 2 i was looking forward to buying it and playing it because i heard it was getting a a single player mode but what they was doing with the microtransaction i end up not getting it so i really do not care for anthem um it doesn't matter by we're delaying it to next year because i feel ea is going to mess it up anyway and um, if whatever happens to Bioware doesn't matter. Cause EA could just give the project in terms of other um, games that they want to develop to other studios. In my eyes, if they have money, which EA does, they could do what they want. And if that's the, the path that the game's going to keep going under EA's direction, I'm not going to play them. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, they know the backlash they got with Battlefront 2, and they're also going to do something. But the problem is, being a company that ultimately wants to make money consistently off each game, they will usually come up to you with an idea in one hand that sounds good, and it sounds like they're doing the right thing, but it always has a but to it that's that they don't tell you at first or doesn't come until down the line. And they've been doing this for years. They did it with the online passes back in the day. They said, oh, we're stopping online passes. And that's when they went to microtransactions. And then uh, after that, it was uh, doing the extra DLC stuff. And it just, there's always a, a something. EA do tend to go in cycles where they have some quality output and then it ultimately is ruined by something that they do. And then they have to start all over again. Um, but they get kept going because they have such lucrative sports franchises, which pretty much I must, they must make them so much money year on year that the, the rest of it almost doesn't matter, but apparently does enough that it's a, they're judged by the same standard. As uh, Tim was saying, it's almost unfair because you've got these ones that are going to make money, whatever, no matter what the quality of the game or no, no matter what bullshit gets put in them, uh, the sports games in particular, and then the rest are expected to fall in line with that, and it is just no chance. I mean, obviously EA aren't the only company to do this, and Square Enix do it a lot. And as we said, anything outside of Final Fantasy that they're pretty much like, well, this only sold X amount of millions, so it's a failure, even though it shouldn't be in the slightest. And that speaks to a level of mismanagement on projects. So they, I remember when they had the Hitman thing with, and they let go of IO Interactive. They were saying, oh, the game cost 80 million to make. And I was like, why? It shouldn't have. And it's like, 
you made it an episodic game. You made the cost. It cost down. eighty million. They say yes. Um, IO Interactive deny that claim. That has to be with <clears throat> advertisements and all that. There is no yeah, which, which is not on IO Interactive. Yeah, it's like they yeah. didn't pay the advertisement fees for that. I, I honestly don't think the budget was anywhere close to that. It's the fact that they can make a Hitman season two without Square Enix would say that that I think Square Enix are talking a bit of porkies there. And if they're going to do that with a game, say you know, criticize one game for underperforming per budget, then you know that we, we've just seen you know yourself, Gary, what you said about Final Fantasy 15 and all they've done to it in the year or plus since. Oh gosh, just shows that. Well, that that's game the thing. should be judged in that in the same regard. You know, it is. But instead, the game they said made up all its money back in the first two days that it was on sale, mm. and it sold less than some of their other games in two days. Yeah. So, I yeah, I don't I don't get it. And I think yeah, the same thing goes there. Priority well, franchises. What, they, what happened was the fact that they made their money back because the reason why it took so long is because they only had two people working on it. <laughs> this is a fact. No, they they did when they yeah. announced it. There's like three people working on the game. Yeah. So people assumed that it, it took them ten years to make it when it really didn't. These guys were just drawing random ass concept pictures. So <laughs> when it comes to Kingdom Hearts three, they literally like have someone's cat working on the game. <laughs> <laughs> they they tried to get Mickey the Mouse to actually make it, and they realized they couldn't do that because it's not real. They're waiting on Walt Disney to wake up. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Disney, um. For those who don't know, with the whole Battlefront 2 thing, EA wasn't the one who made the decision to pull the microtransactions from no, the game. No, that was Disney. Disney forced it to happen because they didn't like how the Star Wars franchise was being you know, destroyed in, uh, to, to the consumer, I guess you can say. It was being drugged through the mud because of that game. And it was really bad timing because of the new movie. Exactly. Which also got a lot of criticism in certain quarters. <laughs> <laughs> um, not a year for Star Wars in some respects. It made a lot of money, but it seemed to upset a lot of people too. Um, yeah. So yeah, that, you would think that the lesson would be learned there that, oh God, we shouldn't have done that then. Um, maybe we should rethink the way we go forward. But as I said earlier, that just means they'll find a different way to do the same thing. And no, maybe- they'll do the same thing with things, something that they own. They don't own yeah. Star Wars. They just have a contract to do Star Wars. Yeah. But now everyone's going to be suspicious about the reasoning behind it. If they see anything close to it, like, yeah, you're just doing it again. The scrutiny is higher on them, but they just need to sort of keep it quiet for a little bit. Say Which stuff is, like, like A Way Out way comes out. out and it's really good. Yeah. yeah. And it's a small it's game. Co-op focus doesn't have microtransactions. I mean, Joseph Farrow says, you know, you don't, you, your friend doesn't even have to have a copy of the game to play together. Yeah, I mean, that is like ultimate PR greatness for for EA. And plus, he's the best man ever made. Yeah, <laughs> ever even, though made. Li- even though he literally <laughs> slagged off the company publishing his game at the Game Awards, <laughs> it's after uh, the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be an interesting ride until Anthem comes out I mean supposedly yeah because at this point I don't think we're going to see or hear anything about Dragon Age until Anthem does come out oh yeah that's it I mean and that's what makes me sad because if if for some whatever miracle they finish Dragon Age before Anthem they're still not going to release it yeah do you know I remember a similar case like this of um you know where 
because of course they've come out and said oh you've got to be excited about the dragon age we're going to make and it's you know we've got great ideas for it like that criterion said the exact same thing about their open world multi-vehicle racing game where's that gone yeah it's called the remake of burner paradise (laughs) (laughs) that's the worst part again criterion another team that don't have most of the people that made the games in the first place the, the studio now so and again yeah. to making bits of another game yeah and like you said like ea can easily put faith in these companies back by hey look at the games they made you know prior release the mass effect collection on ps4 people will go ape shit for it yeah you i mean if, if burnout paradise HD is a thing like we saw mm-hmm. uh, then surely that shows ea are willing to start doing that now and they'll think, well, this is a way we can make money. If people want these games, why not? Problem is, they haven't done that before, and you kind of worry about the quality of the ports and the, the remasters. Yeah, and because like, they don't have the multiplayer that they want in them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Warner Brothers have shown that. that you know, well, they the, can the, do that. They can add loot boxes retroactively. Look at Call of Duty. And that didn't go over well, Ben. <laughs> Look at it. It didn't go over well at all for them. <laughs> I said they could do it, not that they should. The problem is, is that other companies are looking at this and they're like, wow, they messed up. Let's do the same thing, but hide it and make it look like it's not the same thing. Mm. That, like oh, Activision, Activision right now is probably laughing about the whole Battlefront 2 Battlefront yeah, thing. Because at, at least time. when it comes to Call of Duty. But... When it comes to Destiny, EA is laughing at them. It's like, oh, look, they're messing up. Let's make sure we don't do that and do it better than them, but still yeah. screw people over. It baffles me that <laughs> World War II, Call of Duty World War Two, was not in that conversation because just playing it, I was like, oh, my God, what the hell? This is as bad as everything everyone else is saying, you know, in terms of how obnoxious the stuff is in there, in terms of loot crates and nonsense it's and... not even that i find it's just the fact that it's on normandy beach that makes me go wow i mean yeah i mean that to top it all it's like that you can go for high score attack playing with your, your weapon and shit like that on normandy beach is just crass to say the least and so many plaudits for the story mode the campaign mode and it was just okay it's still the same call of duty engine the game still performs the same way you play a game like titanfall too, you know, in single player, and just marvel at what the great things they do with the pacing and the, the creativity with the levels and having that verticality as well. And then you play something like COD World War II's campaign, and it's like it's just a procession of famous people shouting goddamn war hard, etc., and shitty corridor battles that yeah haven't changed since 2003. It's Stupid that 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 didn't game didn't get dragged over the coals a lot more. That's stupid that it got high scores. To be honest, because it's you know as much as you can have a go at EA, they change things up a bit more than Activision do on that front. So yeah, it's well, it's, it's not like they could do they can keep it as the same as Activision does. I mean, no, Activision are the most brazen, most ruthless of, of all. They you know. They very much live for their games that make them all the money. Any game that doesn't doesn't get the promotion. Even you know they don't even 
they don't have failures because they sweep them under the rug and or they sell them off or they fold them see guitar hero tony hawks it's like they bleed them dry and then that's it they're gone you know what they should bleed dry and reboot the port spider-man 2 well they can't because so um disney have pretty much (laughs) clearly clearly looked what activision have done with licenses for for marvel stuff and gone we're never letting you touch this shit again (laughs) 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 i mean how the sentence with ea also went yeah, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, Square Enix must be laughing now they get to make their Avengers game. Like, we're made. We can make all the games. and We can take 20 years to make Kingdom Hearts 4 with Marvel characters. Oh, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, Disney would be like, no, you're making this in two years or nothing. <laughs> and Disney like, so be like, Square would be like, but how? How's that, how's that possible? How can you make a game in two years? Christ, just thinking that the, between the gap between Kingdom Hearts two and three in that time, Disney's animation department has come full circle and is good again. <laughs> and it's like it really point... is insane how long it's taken them to yeah. do the third one. Not how long it's taken them to make it now, but the the gap between yeah. the two is just insane. If they go up, I've never game, seen a franchise they... with that kind of a gap before. If that franchise sells could... like Tomb Raider, I. I... I'm going to laugh. <laughs> and then they praise it. I, I, it's just going to be hilarious to see. Anyway. No, we've <laughs> known about Duke Nukem for like 12 years before it came out, man. Yeah, but yeah. we know about Kingdom Hearts. No, we didn't know about Kingdom Hearts 3. I'm sure Let's we talked about Kingdom Hearts 3 not long after 2 came out. Yeah, and then we have we had like six spinoffs before that happened. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, with, the thing with that game is very different. Um you know, because all those games came out in between. Anyway, back to that. Um, Gary, let, let's round on this off on this subject. Do you think they can make Anthem into a success? Yes, I do. Um, when you put a developer into a corner and they have to fight for their life, I think they're going to create a badass game. And that's exactly what's happening to Bioware right now. Um. You, we mentioned it that, oh, they have two teams working on two different games. I always think when it's a studio that's big, but not, you know, five, six hundred developers big like Ubisoft has, it's important for that studio to focus on one game instead of two. Yeah. Um, in this case, I obviously would much rather it be Dragon Age, <laughs> but Anthem... If Anthem is the game that they have to make successful to survive, I think they can do it. Um, it's all just going to be about consumer at this point and whether EA goes in and forces them to do things that they don't want to do. Which... Well, that's it. If they change their minds about how to implement you know, certain ideas that now are frowned upon so much at that company, they're going to have to change the game fundamentally on some levels. And yeah. again, which it's is... going to cause problems. Unfortunately, what happened with Mass Effect Andromeda? Mm. Um, they had one of the biggest franchises in on the market, and they tarnished it in, in an instant, pretty much. Um, and that game, that franchise is probably dead to them at this point. Oh well, yeah, so, it's on the ice now. I mean, it's just uh... yeah. I mean, if if Bioware is successful in the next maybe five six years, maybe they'll revive the franchise. Um, but right now, I do feel like they can succeed with Anthem. 
um, as long as they don't take games like Destiny and Battlefront 2 as the example for success. Yeah, and again, that that again is my worry with Anthem is that they have pretty much said that they are chasing that Destiny dollar, and it's like, but have you not seen what's happening there? And like only this week, yeah. they're saying the game's player base has gone down faster than Destiny's ones was at you know, a month before the launch of Destiny Two. It's it's gone to in the toilet. Let's be honest. And I think the only reason Destiny One was doing so well at the time it did is because it came at a time where there weren't many games on this generation of console. And now there's lots of things. Uh, Overwatch probably taking up a lot of the money. Battlegrounds, things like that. It's yeah. You're telling me Lawbreakers isn't taking all the Destiny players? It's not even. <laughs> it has zero players on the PC right now. <laughs> uh, but yes, I do think they can be successful. Do I think they will be? No. No. That's fair Unfortunately. enough. Tim? And that, that really breaks my heart. Yeah, I can understand that. Tim, what do you think? Can they do it? Uh, probably will one way or another whether it's actually being successful or sponging money from somewhere else yeah I mean, it seems mad that they can say that a game loses money and, and all this considering the money they must have it's just yeah. what, what do they spend it on ah <laughs> uh, dear but yeah the, I mean they're allowing it to delay by the sound of it at least, but it still has to be in that fiscal year. So it's, uh, it could either come out at the end of the year, it could come out as late as March next year. But yeah, a few extra months may not help if they're not going to shift their ways. Um, Alfonso, what about you? Do you think they can do it? Nah, they're not going to do it. And the one word that's going to cause their downfall is desperation. Right now, Byword is desperate, and they're going to do whatever they can to make Anthem succeed. Do you think it's them that are desperate, or more EA are desperate that it would succeed? I think it's them, because EA do what they want. Hmm. EA does what they want. True. So but I, I mean, so, they are, They're yeah. the ones that have the history, I, I'm thinking, here, of, of saying, well, this didn't make enough money, even though it was our fault in some ways, because we pushed it to be a thing that it is not. It's like, I think that's, yeah. that's, that is the problem now because they have shifted so much as a company and what they want to do that there are companies there that they just don't fit that model. They tried to force it on certain companies and that's it. It, it, it killed them, visceral especially. You know, They are a dead company now because they forced two of their games to have stuff that didn't need it and then went and told them, well, we're not going to let you make another one of those games, so go and make a Battlefield spin-off for us that, of course, was not well-received because it wasn't Battlefield as it was. Yeah, I mean, if going off what you just said, like, agreeing with Alfonso, like, EA, look at what they did with Visceral. Like, they had a Star Wars game in development for probably four years. Mm. And you had three, I believe, of the greatest single-player storytellers working on that game. Yeah, they made Uncharted for God's sakes, and The Last of Us, and, and uh, to cancel Beyond their game. Yeah, and Beyond, and to cancel their game, a Star Wars game at that. That just shows you that they have they don't they have the money that they don't care. Yeah, 
but then they, they they want to have a lot more money at the same time i think it's problem being you know driven by investors i think we said this the other day that's the main thing they are driven by investors and therefore all decisions end up being that uh, it's yeah you can't work to the same rules as yeah sony have their investors obviously for instance but clearly they allow a bit of freedom to do stuff that's you know, single player focus not microtransaction focus not nickel and diming because but then is that just because they are a console company first and they that they can get this money in that way um but if that's the case why don't microsoft do it who have infinite amounts of money <laughs> and they could be making any kind of ambitious projects well they have shown off their infinite amount of money this week actually haven't they that new game pass announcement where you'll get the first party games for free yeah well, another very free, but you know it's a good point because this is another case of western development showing you know a good idea in theory but then you think about it for a while and think, yeah, well, how are they going to do this without this and like that? It's because there's always a way to make money elsewhere. Like, it's, called, it's in like, the loot boxes, or at least you wish it's in the loot boxes, but you have to buy more because it wasn't in it. Yeah, and it will make it. <laughs> it will make a, it'll have a damaging effect because if it works in the long term it will probably reduce the quality of single player games on that one if it, and though you don't see the others following suit it sets a bad example and microsoft have been very successful but they've done it to the detriment of certain aspects of the game industry and nowhere if you see that more than the focus on online games and getting the most out of that you know from players which is a yeah. lot of shift from what PC gaming as uh, multiplayer systems were like and what even console multiplayer was like at once. Yeah, and you know, like attacking EA, like it's fun, it's easy, but we also have to understand that we don't know the inner workings of the company, no. so we don't know how much money they have to spend every year to keep the licenses that they have. Like, yeah, how I much mean, could it cost to keep the FIFA license? And you know, when you consider it, when you consider the FIFA, the Premier League go for billions, yeah. And FIFA license only gets you so much, you then have to individually negotiate for each league and stuff like that. And even they have a mission because Konami tied up the uh, Champions League and Europa League, and and yeah, that so the a good way to circumvent it, but so which must eat at them, I'm sure, because they're like, well, you know, if we going about having this authentic sporting experience but it isn't really you know got it hasn't got everything that you want and but yeah it must cost a fortune but at the same time those games make a fortune so yeah at the very least they're making a small profit out of it that alone but yeah they, yeah, they but, make that but, but yeah. we've seen those sales are declining not fifa might still be in good hands or money wise but like madden has been declining for a long time is that though? I don't know personally, but is that just a wider viewing of like American football? Tim, no, it's been sloping in popularity, but it's been monetized out the ass hard. And just yeah, thinking, it, it doesn't have competition. It's gonna get yeah, yeah. So, okay, the XFL's coming. <laughs> yeah, the XFL game. <laughs> 
Just <laughs> From don't worry. EA will buy that so it can't be used again. Uh, I, I'm going to get into Konami and say, there you go. You've you got your FIFA rail. Now get in there. <laughs> We're Vince. Yeah, like when you when you look at Madden, for example, like if they were forced to innovate because what was it, quarterback club? I think it was from Sega mm. was infinitely no. better. Yes, it and was. It, it was from Two K, not oh the Two K quarterback yeah. club was awful for the yeah, record. Yeah, that no, it was quarterback <laughs> club, and then Two K bought them out. And Two K five of them better than that. Yeah, because quarterback club I think started on the sixty four. Yep. Yeah, and then it went to, to the Dreamcast where it became 2K. As far as I like, look at what what 2K is doing with the NBA license. They completely destroyed EA at it. They don't even care. They tried to release a game with the NBA license, and it's garbage to the extreme. And yeah, I mean, say what you like about Konami, but Pez being good for so many years was the reason FIFA had to up its game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And t- until like Ultimate Kit Team came in, and then they were like, "Yeah, we don't really have to give that much of a shit anymore." It's like, yeah. So it, it is what you guys. It, I agree with what you guys said. There is no competition, and there needs to be that in order for them. Like, if there is a company that can do what Bioware does as good as them, I think EA would keep Bioware around to prove that they're better than them. Yeah, but then another problem. EA are one of the guiltiest of this is they like to follow trends rather than set them so which is a good way to go for most things but when you're solely basing everything on how much money will this game make you always miss the point with those sort of games just you see that with every game that tried to copy call of duty ea tried to beat call of duty twice first with medal of honor and they killed it and then with battlefield and they pretty much destroyed what battlefield was as a result you know it's, yeah it it's its own thing now it's a very good game sure but it isn't the battlefield that it was when before it's not battlefield. bad company too that's for no sure. i mean battlefield 3 just seeing what happened there was bad enough it is the player base for for battlefield changed in on the turn of a dime i think it's the phrase isn't it? and it became you know a cod game but would which is mad because it's a team-based game but then you see that in any team-based game it seems there's a lot of people who just still treat everything like their own personal show and fear yeah, and, and when it wasn't and some companies were smart they got out of the game before ea could destroy them like the ncaa they hmm. stopped doing the license with ea even though the ncaa games outsold the madden games every year that they came out as if to, as far as I remember, that's what that was, was going on. There was actually litigation that came through misusing the rights. They would have kept going because that was more oh, successful okay. for cheaper than Madden was. But they're still trying to get it going, and they can't get out from under the NCAA, NAACP bullshit that they got themselves in. It's hysterical. <laughs> but it's too bad because the NCAA games were fantastic. Far and beyond Madden, and it doesn't even take, you know, it obviously doesn't take much because those games weren't complicated, and they were obviously focused on college ball, which is almost laughable when you look at Madden being professional and having a lot of money behind it and still not performing. What's that Mm -hmm. shit? If Madden had a legitimate competition, it would be trash. (laughs) And 
Yeah. Because it goes back to what I was saying. It's like they aren't innovators. They are pretty much like, what's the best-selling thing on the market? Let's do that. I like yeah. that. And, yeah, you can see it because, I mean, Christ, look what they did with Plants vs. Zombies. As much as it was fun and it worked, they turned it into a shooter. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. a, 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 an iPad puzzle game turned into a shooter. Yeah. Yeah. And, hey, I'll say it again. Everybody says, oh, Nintendo doesn't have EA games. It's like, Nintendo doesn't give a fuck, obviously. They're still I mean, making good money. Well, yeah, that again. <laughs> the, the utter contempt that they showed when they knew they'd have no competition for football games on the Switch was to release a subpar version of FIFA. So, again. I mean, if Nintendo releases Mario Strikers right now, what's going to outperform? Well, FIFA. They've, got, they've already got the best football game going on on there because they got Rocket League. So, <laughs> there you go. There you go. I mean, the second best, to be fair. But I just always love that argument. Like, oh, they don't have EA games because their hardware sucks. It's like, what do you think of EA right now when they're closing your favorite studios and destroying your Star Wars franchise? And in fairness, that I'll, I'll say this in closing that for this argument is that. I get it. I get where EA's intentions lie. They are very much for that very large portion of the audience that want that kind of thing. They want multiplayer-focused stuff that they can just pour money into constantly. I know people that aren't, you know, like major gamers, but they play the EA stuff, FIFA especially. Oh, yeah. Because it's something they can invest in all year round. And it's like that's where the money comes from. People just go nuts with that stuff. And, and I, I don't remember what developer said it. It was recently, too. But they said something along the lines of the minority is always louder than the majority. Oh, sure. Because so the minority people always yeah. see the minority stuff. Yeah, this is in any argument. Most of the cases, you will see that. It's um, And, you know, on Twitter, especially, it's very easy to be in a, a bubble, you know, where you only see that sort of thing. And you think, well, we all think this. Why don't the company see it? It's like... But you go to say a Facebook comment, a Facebook group of uh, like they're showing some video of X game that you don't like that's really popular, and it's mad. I honest to God, anytime I see stuff between um, Player Unknown Battlegrounds and Fortnite Battle Royale, it's children arguing <laughs> about whose game is shittest. It's, that's, <laughs> it's literally, it's like, oh my God. It, I don't know who cool. did that cash sound right there, but it was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so in conclusion, I think that was it. We all said what we needed to say. Ben, did you think? What do you think? Well, I'm from do well. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. So yeah, there you go. That was our okay. Yeah, that was that was our first long form discussion. There you go. Which often a couple. It was good. Yeah, a couple of tangents, but we did all right. I think there we we got the main points out there. Um, we don't know what we're doing next week yet. Well, I'm sure we'll figure something out. We'll, we'll start having to stockpile a few of these ideas <laughs> and uh, see how it goes. Um, let's go to the predictions league. Um, of course, yes. we, are, we are week three. Yeah, sadly, everyone knows the results already. So <laughs> I was trying to prepare ahead of time. And then he got completely shocked. Shocked, I tell you. So, of course, in week one, Newton League, Fo- League Football did not 
get any scores. Still didn't. Um, we've revised that to be the PC version scores rather than scrap it. Gary will disagree here, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you were going to win anyway, Gary, with a score of 65. So. <laughs> uh, that's because probably what it's going to get on console. Technically, <laughs> I won that because it's got a zero score. I'll, I'll tell you this. If it gets an average score, we'll go back to it uh, and revise that, okay? But as it stands, it's on 75. I was closest with 77. I've won that one. Um, of course, then Ben uh, got Digimon right uh, with an accurate score of 72. Hey, uh, Digimon. Uh, about Digimon. Yeah, Digimon and then... Uh, yeah, one of them. <laughs> the so last week we uh, picked Dragon Ball Fighter Z or Fighters, sorry, as it's actually known, um, and Monster Hunter World as our, our double header. It seems double headers is what we're doing for for now, so we'll keep at it. Um, so Dragon Ball Fighter Z, I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't not read it like that. It's like, why would you deliberately make it look like that? <laughs> it's also like um, my review that I've submitted. This name is supposed to be in caps lock. Like you're shouting it. Dragon yeah. Ball Fighters! That's 90% of the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in that it... case, I'm supposed to be like... Dra- Two hours later, mostly... Fighters! <laughs> I, I always find the episodic Dragon Ball stuff is very much like just watching a, a bunch of lads outside a pub on a Friday night going trying to decide who's hardest. Just like, no, mate, I'm way more fucking bad than you. I'll knock you out, mate. Knock you out, won't I? Fucking have you. No, mate, you won't. I fucking knocked three guys out last week. Oh, exactly. And then it ends when someone comes in and smashes someone in the face with a beer bottle or, or like a, a Saiyan power. I don't know, whichever. Um, yeah, so Dragon Ball. I call it Fighter Z because, of course, Dragon Ball Z. It just makes sense. Yeah. No one, it's confusing. Um, the actual score was 88. Very good score, in fact. Um, yeah. Alfonso, you were so close. 89. You were there. Gary, you were so close. 87. Tim, you were out, man. 79. Um, and I was fairly out, too, with 84. But Ben, yes. for the second consecutive game, got the score dead on. 88. So basically, the rule is: give Ben stuff from Japan, he will know the score. <laughs> um, apart from Monster Hunter World, which um, ninety-one is the score. Ben said eighty-two. Alfonso said eighty-two. I said eighty-five. Gary said eighty-six. Tim was closest, two points out on eighty-nine. Of course, Tim very much likes the Monster Hunter World. Like might be an understatement, to say the least. Yeah. Um, so it's like can be 90 hours since I got it, then yes. I, I wish I could be uh-huh. playing that much. I played Dragon Ball for about 70 hours, so I can't say much. Well, thanks to my wonderful game rental service not doing what they should, I won't be playing it's Monster okay, Hunter. you can play Battlefront. <laughs> I get to play Star Wars Battlefront instead. <laughs> he drew the bad loot box. Worse. <laughs> Uh, three game possible games, I, uh, which was Dragon Ball, Monster Hunter. That was the only other one because you can't have just two priority choices. You have to have at least three or one. And so, like, fuck off. Fuck them on that one. I, I'll be sending that back in much the same manner I did FIFA by installing it, playing it for 10 seconds, and going, nah. And so back it goes. So, anyway, points wise, that means that uh, 
Neil and Tim are on one point. Ben is on four points. Yes! After just two <laughs> rounds. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I'm um, catching up to my whole year's points. I, you, you are <laughs> literally like, I can't remember what the score was, but yeah, I think you are like a couple of points off of your entire score for last year. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be Mike syndrome where you get all your points early on and then nothing for the rest of the year. So we shall see. There's plenty of games coming out. Um, two of which um, hopefully it'll be this week. Decidia, uh, Final Fantasy in T. Well, I assume that that's not some stupid way of saying it. It's not Final Fantasy in T. Final Fantasy in T. I'm sure somebody will write an article explaining that. Oh yeah, let's do that. Let's do a really sarcastic article next week. It's like, oh, apparently the name is actually Final Fantasy. <laughs> I think we should title it just because I saw something similar from a other site. We should call it like, wait, it's pronounced Dissidiant. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was Dissidia. Is Dissidiant? City eight. Yeah, is it Is it Dissidia? Is it Dissidia or Dissidant? <laughs> what is this? A sentence? <laughs> uh, did I stutter? <laughs> anyway, yes, we're doing that and Shadow of the Colossus uh, remake. So first, Dissidia. Um, ben and Tim, you were the big winners. So um, Tim, you go first on this one. Um, Dissidia, I'm going seventy-nine. Seventy-nine, dude. Uh, and oh, just doing the one or yeah, yeah, we'll do this one first, then we'll go to Shadow of the Colossus afterwards. Okay. Um, so Ben, you're next. Eighty-two. Eighty-two. Uh, I will say seventy-six. Alfonso, I'm gonna say eighty. Eighty. And Gary, seventy-two. Seventy-two. Woof. Gary oh, thinks. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> shocked the world. I got Ben's number generator, so. Oh, right. Oh, you're, it's either going to be low or high. <laughs> Wait, I'm, not, I'm just using my stomach. I'm using your generator. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Continue. Clearly um, so not, because yeah. you haven't won. So, <laughs> <laughs> Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, ben, you first. 77. I Ben, fuck off. Out of this podcast. <laughs> oh my god, if he calls it, I'm going to cry. If he, calls, if he calls it, I'm going to rant to Twitter for the whole week. Going, what the fuck were you playing? What the fuck were you playing? <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, Tim. <laughs> 91. 91. Strong, strong style. I will say 88. God damn it! <laughs> well, you time. keep wanting to guess 88. Why are you doing this, Gary? Well, why am I always the last one to go? <laughs> why are you always guessing 88? Sorry, Gary, what do you want? <laughs> no, it's too late now. You know, we did say this last week. You can share the same score as someone. I refuse to share points with anybody... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'd rather lose than <laughs> Though last week you wanted people to share points with you. No, I want them to give me their points. <laughs> it's different. two different <laughs> things. <laughs> 87. 87. It's going to be 88 again. And Alfonso. I'm going to go with 90. 90. Cool. I mean, Gary, you you say that, you've probably got a good chance. Because there's always some contrary fuckers in in reviews. What if I've got a chance? If you've got a chance, then I'm quitting this industry. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, can I have all your stuff? No. Actually, no, I'm just going to do the news but every week. Every story I do is just like, why? Why didn't you like it? <laughs> <laughs> then just keep listening. Uh, it's like, it. The Sims 5 is coming out on PlayStation 4. Why didn't you guys like Shadow of the Colossus? <laughs> <laughs> I promise it. I absolutely promise it. Go <laughs> down at Lobo and be like, either my version would be different. Or to just grab it. like a bunch of review scores from Metacritic and just put it as the last comment. <laughs> Or the last thing on your article. Why didn't you like this? <laughs> oh man, I I so want to do like a Metacritic-based game. Just as I remember seeing on um hearing on BitSockets podcast where they basically like describe someone's re- shitty review of a, a good game, and you have to guess what it is. It's just like oh, that'd be fun. We should do that one week. Oh, we could do it now if you want. That'd yeah. be our show-ending thing. There you go. That'd be a show-ending thing. So I'm gonna do that, and we're gonna pick a game each for each person. And uh, you can guess what it is. If you pick Helix for me, I'm going to hate you. Oh, no, because I did say good games. Yeah, he did say good games. <laughs> uh, some people consider it a great game. Those people are dumb. Those people are living <laughs> in a different dimension. They're probably the same people that last year went, oh, there was, it wasn't really a good year for games. And it's like, I, I can't believe I see people say that. I really can't. It's like, why are you even... Why? What Fuck games off. do they want if they don't... What? I hate people. So, in the interest of fairness on this game, we'll um, make sure it's placed, games that have been on PlayStation things, because, you know, it makes sense. Um, yeah, and we'll do it all... Yeah. Do all platforms. Uh, okay, but not that. Okay, let's see. So we won't be doing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 on the Dreamcast. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, let's go with that. This is the first one. I've got to try and find reviews that don't have people being um, mentioning what it is. Basically, break it out. Yes. Okay, to Gary. We'll, we'll, for a softball for you for this first one. As a test one. Yeah, so you wanted to go first. Uh, okay, so. Great looking game and very fun to run around the city, but the gameplay is the most boring I have ever played. I play games on the hardest level, and this game is just horribly slow. Like that means anything. In the beginning, fight it takes over ten minutes to kill ten goons. The harder level does not mean it should take forever to kill people. It should just be harder. This game is extremely slow and boring. If you're on the harder levels, other than the graphics, this game wasn't worth the money. This man gave it two out of ten. What game, Gary? Is he talking about? Uh, can I get like a year or a console? <laughs> it, it's on a PlayStation console. Oh, okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> in this decade. In, yeah. this, in this decade. 
Yeah. Yakuza. No. Can we all yeah. guess for a laugh? Yeah, yeah. Our eyes don't count. We go, no, we go round until someone gets it or doesn't get it. If nobody gets it, I'll say the answer. Okay. Nino Kuni. No. When do you kill ten goons in Nino Kuni? <laughs> I have no clue. So I'm not going to No. The answer is Batman Arkham City. Oh, oh my god. Two out of ten? <laughs> <laughs> He's arguing reviews. His <laughs> wife is oh. 2 out of 10. <laughs> that would rile you, Gary. <laughs> they gave that a really good score, then. <laughs> uh, right, uh, next one. Um, who answered second? It was you, wasn't it, Ben? Yeah. So we'll get you to do one now. Uh, so this is a 3 out of 10 review for this game. Or is it? No, 2 out of 10, because this one's better. Uh, okay, sigh. How the hell do I start? Oh, yes. This is the worst piece of crap ever. Seriously, critics, were you high when playing this game? 96 point average? What the hell? This game is so flawed I could use it as toilet paper. Why is the game so terrible? Well, to start, the QTEs that give you no time to react and brutally punish you for wanting to enjoy a cutscene. Seriously, you could at least warn us. At least you had the sense to even make us start QTEs of our own accord, like in boss fights. Or if you don't have time to react. Plus, I thought this other game was an amazing game. Oh, and let's not forget, blah, blah, blah. I can't say the name here because it would give it away. I hate X's guts. Screw this awful game. Two out of ten. Ben, what game is it? Spider-Man the movie game. (laughs) Good games, Ben. Critics hated that game. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tim. God of War? Nope. Uh, Alfonso. Knack? Nope. Gary? Knack? What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Alfonso, the Knack love is ironic. Nobody really likes Knack. I like Knack. Persona 5. No. Damn it. It is Resident Evil 4. Alfonso, good games. That game has a 96 on Metacritic? At the time it did, I believe, yeah. Uh, yeah, it still does. Oh. PS2 version of Resident Evil 4, 96. My god. Such a good game, Gary, shut up. No. It was yes. okay. okay Batman, well. Arkham, Batman Arkham City has the same score. So. Would you believe? Uh, I was so close with, with Spider-Man, though. Okay, Tim, you're, you're going to go next for the next one. Okay. And again, I'm softballing everyone a little bit, apart from Ben, because... Ben only likes certain things and he'd guess straight away if I picked them. So it, it would. So let's find one good one here. Basically, let's make Ben's harder. Which is fun because <laughs> I, I just okay. like making rubbish jokes, rubbish right. answers. Okay, this is a 4 out of 10 review by Spartan111. This is one of the most boring games I have ever played. This is a common theme with games, isn't it? <laughs> uh, just because the game is made by an Asian does not mean it is clever. What was so clever? <laughs> oh, thank God for the sprinkling of racism, because that's what I needed my reviews. <laughs> is it the one million hour cutscenes? Is there any gameplay? Oh, yes, that brief moment <gasps> of cutscenes. Oh, come on, this is just too easy. The random weird typical <laughs> Japanese names. What the hell? The 
bleeping menu, the weapon selection. I can't believe he bleeps that out. After uh, <laughs> racist is all hell. It's like, uh, the fact that the only thing you can do is crawl and hump the ground and smoke all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and the disease that accelerates nature. Let's just say that invisible fairies kill all life on the planet. The graphics for 2008 was good. But when played in 2010, it doesn't look so good compared to Uncharted 2 or God of War 3. <laughs> Tim, what game is it? Oh, God, I had an idea. Now I don't have it anymore. Um... I will know. I am leaving out any words of big blatant clues like names and things. You don't For want to sure. be a boss. Shit. Um, before you got to the last bit, I was going to say Metal Gear Solid 3. Then I feel like that would have been way too easy. Now I don't know. No? Pump the ground. <laughs> Pump the ground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because of the hump the ground thing, I'm I'm just going to say Metal Gear Solid 3. <laughs> it is not. Um, Gary. Wait, what year was this? I'm, I already said it. If you didn't hear it, that's it. No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> he said He said. He said it was played in 2008 and then again in 2010. Uh, 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 I hope you uh, Actually, he said the graphics for 2008 was oh. good, but compared to 2010, it doesn't look so pretty next to Uncharted 2 or God of War 3. Metal Gear Solid 4. Ding, ding. Yeah. You have a winner. Curses. That was my idea as well. Damn you, Gary. You <laughs> yes. I won something and I don't get a reward for it. <laughs> you, you, you get a hug at FanFest. I really want to go see if this guy says, has the same review for Near Automata, where he goes, just because it's made by an Asian, it's not clever. <laughs> I want to see if it, seven years later he had the same kind of opinions. Ah, oh, dear. Um, right, so we've done three so far. We So we did one for starting with Tim, to one start with Gary, one start with Ben. So, Alfonso, let's do one for you. Uh, and he's a person. These are just for fun, so... Yeah. Um, let's see, try and find something, because there's a lot, a lot. Oh, this will do. Dun, 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 dun. I'm no good at vamping, I'm so sorry. Tim, take over for the vamping. <laughs> right, got it. Okay, this one is a zero. Uh, from, a, from the Rudy Brave Anonymous MC. That's me. Okay, I hate how everyone, even half of the critics, half of the critics, not all of the critics apparently, are acting as if this game on the PS3 is completely original game for the system, rather than a game that came out an entire year earlier on other formats. I'm not insulting the game. The game is brilliant and even better than the previous one. I'm just extremely annoyed by the fact that so many people are heaping the praise solely on this version with their reviews rather than the game in general and then addressing the differences in the game versions. And I also think it's a testament to the weakness of the PS3 so far that its two highest rated games are both ports of games that have been out for a long time. Please stop acting like this is the o- this is only on the PS3 and try to give credit to the PS3 rather than the blah blah. For my Not honest blah, opinion... Blah. Well, I can't say the blah, blah, because it would give it away. Uh, 
for my honest opinion of the multiple versions, I would just go with whichever system you have. Um, I, I could go on, but the rest of it is just the rest of the same bollocks. Um, oh, Alfonso, man. what game? Okay, first, I was, I was going to say Bayonetta, but with this whole multiple version thing, I have so no ba- clue. So. so basically, he's saying it, it's a game that came out on other systems first and then ported to PS3. <sighs> yeah, I'm passing it. I have no clue. Okay, um, Tim. Bioshock? Nope. Ben. Skyrims. Oh, no. Gary? Oh. oh, he was close. I didn't say anything. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so that's easy. That's okay. easy then. Don't, Gary. That's that's really sexy in my ears. <laughs> I'm a little bit aroused. I'll admit that. Shit, I don't even remember what the hell they released back then. <laughs> it, it just landed on PlayStation now, Gary. Oblivion? Yep. Yes! Yay! Victory! So that well guy loves, loves the Thank game, you. but gave it a 0 out of 10 because people were praising the PS3 version. Yeah. Wasn't the PS3 version best but, because it had the but, HD packs? But also did not want to dissuade anyone from choosing no, not choosing the game of version of their choice. Weird fucker. Um, Please don't buy this version. By the way, don't buy any version. It's thanks to the horse armor we have microtransactions. So... <laughs> um, yeah, let's do one more. Go on, let's do one more because that was fun. I enjoyed that. Oh, I have to. I have to. This one. It hurts me, but I'm going to do it. This is bound to be one. Shadow the Colossus. No, I'm not. Damn God. it. <laughs> <laughs> XCOM. No, I wouldn't do that to myself because I'm just saying they're wrong. <laughs> Subjectively. You say that to uh, us all the time, though. Okay, okay. Um, this is going to be a first answer sort of thing. Uh, a slow and boring interactive story where the user walks around a house as the narrator delivers on a grotesquely absurd thing. There's absolutely no point to the story. There's no interesting or thought-provoking ending that might just justify the pain of having to sit through it. You just finish the game with the sensation that you just wasted several hours of your life. Oh, I want to say something, okay. but it hurts me as I'm saying it. Walking painfully slowly through someone's place, I found Firewatch far more interesting. And oh, easy and it about the- what remains of Edith Finch? Yeah, what remains of Edith yeah. Finch? Yes. Yes, Excuse me. I'm going to hack this person, find their IP. Yeah, that's what I said. I knew what it was going to be, because, and I didn't want to say it because it hurt my soul just knowing in my head what it was going to be. Do you want to know the score? One second. One Zero. out of ten. Zero out of ten. I hate this. Dumb out of 10. I'm going to kill this person. I, it's not even the worst one. There's one that is just like a wall of text underneath it. That's in it. So I, I just couldn't bring myself to read it. Guy has a point, though, man. That game was doo doo. Gary, unchained. I have a reboot. It seems we're going to lose one member. <laughs> and just like that, we've introduced <laughs> the duck. Quack. <laughs> that's the duck has joined us. Gary uh, somehow left for some reason, and now we have the duck. The duck is a quack. Okay. Alfonso didn't quack. like it either. Hey, 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 don't put words in my mouth. I ain't say that. <laughs> you didn't defend anybody when they said anything about it. He wanted to be a silent third party. It's fine. Exactly. 
and I respect that. Okay. Yeah. Like, Right, one last one, because this is too fun. We'll do this again next week, I think. Cause this is just oh, yeah, this to be our ending thing next week, maybe. Yeah, but from now on, apart from our like pimps and shout-outs and all that, this will be our end oh, Did thing. you say our pimps and shout-outs? Yeah. Okay. We like to shout-out pimps at the end of the show. <laughs> yeah. All right, okay, again, fastest finger. Uh, da, 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 Wait, who did win that last one? Because I was saying the name of it, and then... I think Tim said it. Okay. Say so, yes. Doesn't matter. No, we're not scoring anything. This is just for, purely for fun. We've got enough competitions going on as it is. Um, right. So uh, this is a four out of ten review for this game. Uh, even though this isn't a bad game, that's a great start. Uh, it's not a good one though. It's not much of a game either. The sentence of blank blank blank. I can't say it because again, it would be too easy. Gets old very fast. It wasn't even funny at the start. Voice acting is okay but not great animations are crap but the paper like 3d animations on the character are done done right no and they are cool to look at so apparently the animation is crap but not crap so uh this game is more of a kid show other than a game gameplay is just pressing buttons at the right time there is nothing else just some cheap words to make the strange raps you even need to time perfectly which is mostly random, so this game doesn't make any sense. <laughs> None of these raps are catchy, but the free one is okay. In the rap of the opinion. rapper. Yeah, it the rapper. Is. <laughs> well, it's either that or it's going to be unjamming happy, but that was a rock star. So, oh, you want to hear the finishing line for this review? This game is for kids, but on how hard it is because of the bullcrap timing with the gameplay, it just makes me disagree so much. He disagrees with his own point that it's for kids. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, there, there, there. That so that was to work for IGN then. <laughs> Clearly. And write the too much water review. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that that concludes. We'll have to come up with a name for this this mini feature for next week. A bit of fun at the end of the serious stuff. That's that's the way to go. Um, right. So we have ended this weird middle prototype version of Unchained that might not be Unchained next week. Could be called something else. We don't know. We'll see. Can I just say this tweet I just got? You know the fake character I tweet Twitter? Yeah. Um, I just got this tweet. The Last Guardian Detroit Horizon. At Sony we love single player games. We love them so much that we'll take our network offline to force you to play them. God bless them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Right, and so let's go to the end. <laughs> so, Ben. Hello? Where, you are our premier streamer. Where can people find your streaming? They and can, where else can they find you? Uh, you can stalk me at twitch.tv slash Live. I'm trying to stream every day. Uh, weekends are the only times that I won't be streaming, probably just because I have a bajillion podcast to record, which you can find me on Dragon Ball Podcast. PlayStation Unchained, Moogle Go Around, Phoenix Down Radio, and this week I guest appeared on Maelstrom Radio. And um, you also had the uh, Chili Clues Wrestling Predictions. Yeah, Chili's <laughs> <laughs> so if I'm not busy on the podcast, I'm either busy on Twitter at Chili UK, or I'm busy doing reviews, or I'm busy um, streaming, or I'm busy chatting constantly on podcasts. Um, I'd like to shout out to Klaus, your prize will be soon. Um, Shout out to Flatters and Shinto at Maelstrom Radio. 
Thanks for having me on. A shout out to Evolve Mail, aka Girlfriend Stream at twitch.tv slash Evolve Mail. A shout out to. Hang on, that changed. It's now, it used to be girl, Girlfriend's Favorite Streamer. You said Girlfriend's Favorite Streamer. <laughs> girl, just, girl, just Girlfriend Streamer. So, what? Does <laughs> the dynamic change? Well, I guess his wife's favorite streamer because now he has a kid on the way. Fact, oh, it in, in a few months. You, I, spoilers here, mate. You, you don't have to get married if you have kids. <laughs> well, no, he got married and then kids well yeah i mean i, I know i did that so that's uh yeah. and i'd like to shout out to kmk gamer because they sent me a message while we were podcasting saying they loved the show so i know they oh, they're it yeah. <laughs> when they hear it they may change their mind that's all right yeah but they play with tim often so oh that's cool which i don't believe because tim doesn't play games no tim very much just focuses on despairing at the nfl i think yeah is Am so, I right? Yeah, that's my shout-outs. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. <laughs> Tim sometimes oh. warps into the way that Kazuma Kiryu looks like Tom Brady. Oh, <laughs> God damn it, dude. <laughs> Seriously, anybody listening, if you if you see the resemblance, please let me know, because I don't like feeling crazy. Yeah, please let him know how dumb he is for saying that. <laughs> Gary's my best friend, as you can see. He hates me. <laughs> Tim. Tim, Tim, Tim. Um you are a man of many words. You you just did a review for Monster Hunter World, I believe. Yes, yes. and you are doing lots of content, hashtag, uh, with that, um, which you can, of course, find on PSU. But uh, where else can we find Timberelli? Uh, you can specifically find Timberelli on uh, Twitter. Yeah. All over the tweets. Over the tweets. And the twit. The king twit. <sighs> Uh, yeah any shout outs for you uh everybody because i really need validation in this cosmo curio resemblance thing everybody please <laughs> apart from people who don't agree yeah like gary well, you know, if you say don't agree you still agree because you have to write agree in that true true yeah. <laughs> 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 um Al- alfonso you are a PSU super fan and Unchained super fan and the man who gives all the points. Where can people find you so they can get your points too? Well, you can find me when I'm not dead on Twitter at AliShan7 or on PlayStation at SNOVER34Z. I um, want to shout out to all you guys. I love being on the podcast. I thank you all for considering me be on the podcast. Uh, to Ben, even though it passed, happy related birthday. I hope you enjoyed it to the fullest. Thank you. And um, just a key note to anyone who has siblings, do not trust them because they will screw you over. I trust That's my very... sister. That's a very specific thing. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wait, then... I, I can <laughs> agree and disagree here because I could say that about one yes and about one no. So. <gasps> is this because you can't play Dragon Ball Fighters on your brother's Xbox now? It's because if it's that, she finds out play. she finds out because of him that my negotiation, if I didn't win the points, is not out the toilet. So, yeah. Alfonso, a, a piece of advice: maybe don't be so vocal with your plans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't tell us because we'll ruin it. Well, if it do- by the way, can I shout out to the security guard that said I had a nice nose? <laughs> yeah, you sure you can. No. He's not wrong. No. Yeah, to be fair. fair. He, he has got it on the nose. Ah. 
I'm a I'm a dad. All right, I'm allowed to do that sort of joke. It's fine. Um, that leaves us with Gary. You are a writer of words too, uh, and you, though you may lament Dragon Age's perhaps demise, um, you can still be found wailing into the void and hating on games. But where? Where can we find that, Gary? Uh, you can find this happening on Twitter all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's called following IGN. At Gagwaush, that's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Splendid. Splendid. I do again. Oh, man, you can find me on the Twitters at Nezko. That's N-E-Z-Z-K-O. And I would just like to say... We have lots of podcast stuff that we like to you to listen to. You don't have to, of course. You don't like the subject matter. If you like video games, a PlayStation related, you have this podcast, which, as we said, is in, in a transition period uh, where we're trying to do a bit of everything, bit of serious stuff, bit of what we normally do that is called bollocks, and it seems all right. We're doing all right, yeah. so please listen to that as much as possible as you do now. Don't make this a one-time thing. I promise it gets better. I can't promise that. I'm just just pretend like you didn't hear that. Okay. Um, and then, you know, if you do like that, go out on the iTunes because that's where it counts, apparently. And give us good ratings and be nice to us and say things about us. Don't have to be nice, actually. To be honest. Um, just, just say whatever you like. Um, but also, if you have a wrestling bent, we have Chili's Clues Wrestling Predictions where Ben, Chilibur, Chili Hall... Knows nothing about wrestling, and he gives predictions on pay-per-views based on that lack of knowledge yeah. against me, who knows something about wrestling and doesn't have the same problem. You should tell them the scores, because I, I should update well, scores so far. Well, yes, we're currently halfway through this weekend of uh, TakeOver and Royal Rumble. Um, five matches last night, uh, and I won that pay-per-view four points to three. Um, Close, which, though. It's close, but it does mean that Ben cannot win Aww. this season now because it is there's only nine matches to go and a gap of ten and a half points. Seventy nine and a half to seventy was the old score. It is now eighty three point five to seventy three. Um so obviously Royal Rumble tonight. The rest of those points we'll find out next week. And hey, season if, if will the, begin. Right, can I get extra points if the person I vote for wins? Uh, oh yeah, yeah I, I mean the exception was the Royal Rumble where you picked Apollo Crews to win, which yeah. um, isn't happening. <laughs> but if it does, and do I get an extra it, point? I mean, like I said, Ben, I will forfeit the entire season if no, he wins. I, I don't want it. I, no, if he gets one knockout, I want one point. As it sounds. Okay, that's fair. We'll let you get within a half point of winning. But the problem with that, Ben, is you yeah. pick some of the same people as me. So you're still not going to win. Yeah, I don't care if I win or not, but I just... All right. You just want the extra point if he knocks someone out. Yeah. I'll, I'll try to keep a count because out Because you that. said the fact that, you know, he won't. Yeah. Fair so enough. If he gets one knockout... I'm not saying for everyone, just, just the one. Yeah, just the one. Anyway, we also have uh, the Dragon Ball podcast. Does it have a name? A particular name? No. No, no just, just literally the Dragon Ball podcast. What I've been doing is I've been taking our topics, looking at episode names, and then renaming the episodes based on the topic yeah fair enough so basically on that podcast you guys discuss uh, the latest dragon ball super episodes and i, I imagine talking about 
Dragon Ball Fighters yeah. as well. So and some Xenoverse. And some Xenoverse, yeah, yeah, sure. That's that's cool. I'm sure that's allowed too. So yeah. So if you like your Dragon Ball, these guys love it. And they talk a lot about it. So In fact I've been playing Dragon Ball this entire time. Yeah. And uh you will it's already out, I'd imagine, by the time you hear this one. This this comes afterwards, even though technically it's being recorded after this. It's the weird way time works in the podcast <laughs> world. Uh, I have gone on long enough. We will see you next week for whatever this is going to be called. Until then, taddy bye. If I don't see you through the week, I'll see you through the window! <laughs>